If you have a deep desire to make your home a space that you love, then this podcast is for you. Welcome to Step Up Your Home. I'm your host, Georgia, and I am here to remind you that you can create positive changes in your life through your immediate surroundings. Together with renovation experts and thought leaders in the toxic-free and healthy home space, I am so excited to share our knowledge and to show you how you can step up your home and your life. On today's podcast, I wanted to talk about the desired home and how working through what you have will really change the way you look at your space in just an all new light, taking on simple steps, working out the things that really bother you and the things that you love and moving your way through your house to shrink those things that just cause visual noise and how that will ultimately turn your current space into an abode that you enjoy waking up in and you love to come home to at night. But before we dive in, I wanted to read to you a quote that comes from one of my favorite books by Joey Dispenza, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. So the quote and the reference from the book is as follows. We are part of a vast invisible field of energy, which contains all possible realities and responds to our thoughts and our feelings. And so we ask ourselves, can I use my mind to create my reality? If so, is that a skill that we can learn and use to become who we want to be and create the life we want to experience? Your thoughts have consequences so great that they create your reality. If we truly embraced the notion that our thoughts produce tangible effects in our lives, wouldn't we strive to never let one thought slip by us that we didn't want to experience? And wouldn't we focus our attention on what we want instead of continually obsessing about our problems to change your life? change your beliefs about the nature of reality. The reason I wanted to read this quote to you is because it is so relevant in every aspect of our lives and specifically relevant to our homes. So where we direct our attention is where we place our energy, impacting our own material world. So When I talk to people about their homes, I always say we need to just start focusing our attention on what we desire for our our homes and not what we don't want. So some of us don't actually know what we want and we don't know the way that we wish to live within or how we wish to experience our homes. Instead, many of us feel so overwhelmed and unhappy in the states that surround us. And that has major influence on our emotional well-being, the way we treat our partners, the way we feel in our relationships, how we speak to our children, how the energy we feed off to our colleagues, and so on and so forth. In order to work out what we actually want, 
we really have to first understand the areas within our homes, our offices, our cars, our immediate surroundings that bother our existence and our enjoyment in those spaces. So what I often get my clients or friends or family to do is follow this exercise. I get them to write down on a piece of paper all the items within their space that don't serve them anymore. So can you think of areas or items within your space that don't serve you anymore? It could be old paperwork that's piling up on your dining table, or maybe it is dated and broken crockery that you never want to use and never use, or maybe it could be art that's just sitting on the floor ready to be hung, but you don't hang it because you don't actually like it. Or maybe it is just years of clothes like me sitting in my wardrobe that even though I keep parting with items, I just have this buildup of clothes. And that is the one thing in my house that gives me the most anxiety. It's just about finding those things and identifying what it is in your home that really bothers you. So the next step is identifying what on this list, just maybe it's one item, could you part with today? Is there anything in that list that you wish you could remove, but something is actually holding you back? So if you can get a pen and paper, I want you to list below all the items that you want to part with, but you can't because dot, dot, dot list your reason why you can't part with it. My grandmother gave that to me. I never liked it, but I feel so guilty because my mother-in-law gave it to me and I would never want her to come into the house and see that I don't have it, etc. I want you to list exactly the reason why. So now we've identified what it is that's bothering you in your home. Can you part with one item today? And then can you part with another item once a week for the next five to 10 weeks until you've literally worked out and removed everything that is bothering you in your home. I get so excited about this activity because I think it really creates a crystal clear program and so easy for ourselves to just follow. It's achievable. It might be something so small like clearing that junk drawer where everything is just piled up and you don't even know why you need that business card anymore because you've got their information in an email. So let it go, remove that stuff and get it out because do you know what visual noise does? For me, visual noise is seeing all those items every single day that bothers you. It's like they they get stored in the back of your mind, like an open app in the back of the phone. And even though you don't see it open, it's draining that battery. It's draining the energy so that every single time you walk through that door or you see that thing that bothers you, it pulls that little piece out of you and it drains that epic energy that you have to give to your family, your friends, and your life. Okay, so now I want to talk about gratitude and creating your own gratitude list. Now, if you're listening, you are likely to live in an apartment, have a rental, own your own home, you know, living with your parents, but you will likely have a roof over your head. And isn't that enough? 
There are so many people on this beautiful planet who do not have that luxury. They don't have running water, they don't have clean water, and they don't have access to the amenities that we do that are just at our footstep and just part of our daily life. So I just want you to stop for a second and just be grateful for that. It's too often that we concentrate on wanting more and more and focusing on what we don't have. I want you to think back to the quote I read from Joey Dispenza about the power of focusing on what you do want and the positive things that you do have and the areas that you want flourishing in your life rather than focusing on what you don't have. When we achieve our goals, when it's either materialistic, physical, spiritual, we usually forget to take any time to process that and appreciate our success. I know I do. I forget it all the time and I never give it enough applause that it deserves. So before we move quickly onto our next goal or item, we just want more totally guilty. Like literally I'm raising my hands up right now. So the same concept applies to our homes. So I'm too familiar with wanting something so desperately and feeling that my home is literally incomplete without it. So when I finally grant myself with the blessing of purchasing that item, it's like within days or weeks, the excitement dies down. And of course, I'm ready to move on to the next need in my home. So when I catch myself out thinking, feeling, acting this way, which is basically a compulsive urge that we all feel, I just sit down and look around and give thanks and gratitude to what I do have because that is the secret, that is the key to being happy within your own space. Looking around, realizing you have a roof over your head and you have windows and walls protecting you from the harsh cold and you have a running tap with fresh drinkable water that goes hot for a beautiful warm shower or bath and really those necessities are all that we need. Everything more is materialistic and a bonus that we should all be so grateful for. So if you can think in your head right now or even write down on a piece of paper five things, minimum five things that you are so grateful for in your home, it could be a basic thing like running water or it could be that you have a beautiful wallpaper in your room that you love so much. No one's judging. It's your own grateful item. Because I guess life is really all about appreciating what we have rather than trying to change too much and devaluing it all in the process. So looking at these things with serious and genuine appreciation will drastically change how you currently view those items and your situation. It will also give you a really strong reminder to focus on all of the greatness you have in your life. Okay, now I want to get on to the hard topic. And this topic is called removing the excuses. So comparison and jealousy, they are extremely destructive and they're detrimental in any area of our lives. 
I literally am putting my hand up. I can genuinely admit that this is a trait that pops up in my world. And when this happens, it suffocates the life out of me and it causes any exciting, inspirational or aspirational moments to wither away in seconds. And what I've learned is that we really cannot compare ourselves or our homes to anyone else's living situation. The truth is that you don't really know what is going on in anyone else's life. You don't know where they spend their money or who has helped them or who has helped them style their home. You also can't compare what someone else prioritizes with what you choose to do or to think because the truth is that you would never really want to replicate someone else's home. You want your home to be a reflection of your wants and needs and what generally excites you. So I want to go back to this Joey Dispenza idea of the way that our thoughts really, really impact our reality. And in his book, he says, your thoughts have consequences so great that they control your reality. And one of the reasons why I actually wanted to do this podcast so deeply is because the topic of our home and our emotional well-being is such an underestimated one and everyone thinks it is solely about aesthetics. It is not. It goes so much deeper. The way that we feel in our homes to the comparison and the jealousy for other people's homes that some of us may feel, it really affects so deeply that it creates our own negative reality. So it's all about training our brain. It's about stopping those excuses and actually making those changes in your home that will make you feel so good to live inside it. And that will ultimately flow, that energy will flow into so many other aspects of your life and ultimately attract great great opportunities to come your way without you doing anything, just loving where you live. The key is to actually concentrate on exciting, positive and inspiring moments within with your family and in your home to truly recap the rewards of your reality and not to focus on negative experiences and associations by comparing yourself and thinking negatively about your current situation. So when you hear the voice in your mind starting to wish you had a certain item or wish that your house was bigger or you had another space for another room or another level, you have to do your happy dance. So (laughs) this is funny. So what you need to do, you might think I'm crazy by the way, but the truth is, is that when you start thinking those things, you need to distract your brain. And so by distracting your brain, you need to do something that's so wild that it will stop and it will actually stop the pattern from reoccurring if you are really strong with this practice. So when we distract our minds from their train of harmful thought, we ultimately disrupt the negative patterns we become comfortable and accustomed to. So as we continue to practice this over time, we start exercising our brain muscles to avoid damaging thinking. This way, we stop the release of cortisol in its tracks, avoiding the train wreck ahead. So let's talk about those excuses we all have. 
So while I'm talking, I want you to think about what your top excuses are. And it would be great for you at some point to get this down on paper. So an example would be when I have enough money, I will buy those chairs. Or when I have time, I will frame those photos. Or they are on a double salary, so they can buy those expensive side tables. Or she is super trendy and her style is amazing. I would never be able to trust myself or know what to do with such beautiful colors. Or my favorite, I am renting so I can never really make the home mine. Or another one, my house is too small. These are all excuses and there is an element of them that you will feel, but it is completely up to you to decide as to whether they are going to hinder you and stop you really from creating the immediate surroundings that you so deeply desire. For me, I never say it's because this or it's I don't have time. I will always say I have not made time for this. And I put it on myself because in the end of the day, I am in control. It is entirely my decision-making. If I can't afford those chairs, I go on Gumtree. If I can't afford to get a gardener, I plant myself. I have chipped away at my own home in my own style. Richie and I have worked tirelessly to make it something that we absolutely love and it is so great for us and our own family. But if I use an excuse every time I looked at an area that I was unhappy with, we would not have done even three quarters of our home renovation. And this takes me into my next topic, which I briefly just spoke about. And that is something that I call the rental trap. So can everyone just raise their hand if you are renting and you feel like you cannot create a home that you love because it does not belong to you. Raise it now. And I just want to tell you, if you're raising your hand, you are so wrong and you are wasting precious time. And I don't want any of you to say to me, well, Georgia, you own your home. So what do you know? Because I do know firsthand what it is like to be frustrated when renting and feel like you don't have control over what you really want to do. I rented for many, many years before we bought our first home and I understand the struggle between wanting to personalize your space but not being able to. Are you holding back from buying good quality and expensive pieces of furniture because we feel like it's a poor investment to put money into an item that may not fit a more permanent or purchased house in the future? Or do you not use your beautiful crockery and your gorgeous baking dishes and stainless steel pots because you just feel like they don't deserve in your rental home? You should only use this great quality products when you finally buy a home. These frustrations will creep up on you. You know you can do better and love your surroundings more. You know you want a higher standard of living for yourself so that each and every time you walk through that front door, you are not bothered by the fact that you live in a rental if it isn't a choice of yours. But did you know the effects that this frustration ultimately has on your emotional well-being? Because I do, 
I rented for about seven years and I was always holding back, always. I never used my nice crockery or tableware. I kept everything boxed up, just waiting for that perfect home. And I can certainly say that I regret doing that because it was undoubtedly the cause of a lot of internal dissatisfaction. We live lives and these lives can change at an instant. And it's about celebrating every single dinner, every moment, every time you bake or cook or enjoy a gorgeous cocktail that you've made yourself or a tea, using those beautiful, valued, high quality items that you bought for yourself, use them. And if you don't want to give yourself permission, I give you permission right now. So if you are renting a property, it's actually great to take advantage of your current living situation. So this is a perfect opportunity to trial a variety of styles you like because it's a temporary space that you can use to experiment, live out, and actually you can personalize. So own your home regardless if you actually do own it and make it yours. There are loads of ways you can decorate or style your rental property, keeping within the restrictions you have to work with, and you just have to have an open mind. And I just wanted to finish this episode with a quote from the lovely Anthony Robbins. I once, um, when I was reading one of his books, this quote really grabbed my attention, and it just breaks down the word so beautifully and so well. And that word is frustration. So frustration can come from many avenues. Anytime we feel like we're surrounded by roadblocks in our lives where we are continuously putting our effort but not receiving rewards, we tend to feel the emotion of frustration. The message of frustration is an exciting signal. It means that your brain believes you could be doing much better than you currently are. Guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I really hope that you've taken something out of this episode to change the way that you look and value your immediate surroundings with love and care. Head on over to Instagram where you can find me at ahw underscore Georgia Ezra. That way you can receive my daily dose of design and healthy home inspiration. You can also watch my daily Insta stories, which often feature easy recipes for the family and daily home and decor ideas. I absolutely love getting your feedback and I do my very best to get back to each and every message I receive. So please don't be shy.